Ian instinctively scanned the attendees as well as the exits as he and his friend Mason stepped into the huge hotel courtyard. Why are we even here? Mason asked Ian, tugging at the collar of his tuxedo shirt. Mason LaCour was a New Orleans native, unlike Ian, and had a Cajun accent that got thicker when he was annoyed. Ian lifted a shoulder. He hadn't been in the city long, just a couple weeks. We were asked. And when the vampire running the supernatural fights Ian participated in asked for something, Ian wasn't going to say no unless the request was offensive. Coming to a glitzy party wasn't his idea of fun, but there had been no reason to decline. Mason grumbled, but snagged two glasses of champagne off the tray of a passing waitress. The hotel had been around since the late 1800s, and the courtyard was just as lush as the interior. Star-shaped oil lanterns hung from trees in addition to the string of lights crisscrossing above them. Ian's dragon frowned at the lights, annoyed that they would tangle in his wings if he needed to make an escape. But he could just burn them to ash if necessary. All the women had big hair that seemed to define the style for this decade, smoky eyes, and to his appreciation, all their glittery dresses were ultra-short. He'd seen a lot of changes in style over the last few decades, and this was by far his favorite. A jazz band played in one corner, the music upbeat, while some people danced on a small wooden dance floor. The majority of the all-supernatural partygoers were in clusters, talking, laughing, smoking, and drinking. Instead of offering Ian the other glass, Mason downed both of them, one after the other, making Ian snort. Try and act somewhat civilized? Ian didn't fit in with these rich people either, but he knew how to act as if he did. Mason set the glasses down on a nearby table. Easy for you to say. Ian frowned, not sure what his friend meant, and decided not to respond. Ian was part demon and part dragon. He didn't even know any other dragons, but they had to be out there. His mother had once told him that dragons formed clans, though he'd never been part of one. She'd been tight-lipped about that part of his heritage, and he'd never pushed. Hell, she'd been quiet about all of his heritage, though he knew her mating with his sperm donor had been forced. And if he ever found the full-blooded demon male, he'd kill him for it. All he had was a name. It wasn't much, but it was something. One day that male was going to feel Ian's wrath. Shaking off those dark thoughts, he picked up a drink from another passing waiter, mainly to blend in better. Let's head to the bar, Mason muttered, veering off in that direction before Ian could respond. There were three bars, but his pseudo-friend was heading to the nearest one, a wood and glass rolling cart filled with bottles of liquor. Sidestepping a female who he was certain was a vampire giving her flash of fangs, he fell in step with Mason. Before they'd gone far, Bruneau, the vampire who'd asked them both here tonight, appeared from seemingly out of nowhere. Or more likely, he'd just dropped from one of the many live oak trees in the courtyard. The male could be creepy when he wanted to, and that seemed to be often. Mason, leave us. Bruneau flicked his wrist once, dismissing Mason, who didn't grumble, simply did as he was ordered. Ian's dragon and demon both rankled at the tone from the other male, but that was something he'd learned to keep under control over the years. For the most part, he knew he was the strongest male in any room, or damn near close to it. He'd had to be strong from the time he was a child. As a mixed breed whose mother had been alone in the world, he'd made it clear to any supernatural or human predators that if they tried to mess with his family, they would die. The first time he'd killed someone while protecting his mother, he'd been eight. It had been an accident. The first time he'd killed with intent, he'd been ten. 
and he felt no guilt over it. As if the vampire had read Ian's mind, he said, If I'd ordered you to leave like that, you'd have taken my head off. Ian softly snorted. Not true. He didn't care enough, and he wasn't psychotic enough to attack someone for something like that. But most supernaturals in New Orleans who attended the fight seemed to think he was an animal. His nickname in the fighting ring was Beast. Not that he'd ever shown his other form, either of them, to anyone here tonight. Certainly not in the ring, but he fought like an animal. Or maybe not, the male murmured, his greenish-gray eyes intense as he stared at Ian, as if he wanted to see through to Ian's soul. I'm surprised you came tonight, he nodded. Thank you for the invitation.